We're learning Dav Gimelam and Aleph. We're getting four lines from the top of Mishnah. So we learned yesterday that there's a chelik between the mitzvah of Re'iyah and the mitzvah of Simcha. The mitzvah of Re'iyah, so you're a chayiv in the mitzvah of Re'iyah unless you're a cheresh or an elam, unless you're a deaf or a mute. But a cheresh or an elam is pater. One disability is already pater from Re'iyah. But the mitzvah of Simcha, you're a chayiv unless you're both a cheresh and an elam, both a deaf and a mute. But if you only have one disability, you're chayiv. So what's the difference? What's the difference? Why is it that regarding the mitzvah of Re'iyah, they're pater with only one disability? And what's the difference that when it comes to the mitzvah of Simcha, it's a chayiv? The Gemara says, well, in Re'iyah, regarding Re'iyah, there's a gzer shava, where the words Re'iyah appears here, and it also appears in the parasha of Hakel. It says in the parish of Hakel, Hakel, Amu Anashim, Anashim, Ve'ataf, gather together the nation, the men, the women, and the children. Even there it says in the passage before, Bevo kol Yisrael le'ra'os, when all Kala Yisrael comes to, to be seen by their Bani Shalaylam. So there, that's the same Lashon le'ra'os as you have by the mitzvah of Alil Ragel. So we compare them, that's in their Shava, Re'iyah, Re'iyah, V'hasam, and here, there, how do we know that the Alacha is that either a cherish or an elam, one disability is pater to see because it says in the pasuk there that they're coming together, the men, the women, and the children. Why leman yishma uleman They're coming to hear and to learn. Vitani in the brayshah says leman yishma in order to hear. That comes to exclude somebody who could speak but he can't hear. If he's deaf, even if he could talk, but that's not leman yishma uleman yilamudu. In order that they should learn, that comes to exclude somebody who could hear. But he can't talk, even though he could hear. But if he can't talk, so he's potter. That's not leman yilmudu. And what do you mean it's not leman yilmudu? Leman yilmudu means in order that they should learn. So if you're going to say that somebody who can't talk is excluded because of leman yilmudu, remember that seems to be saying that when a person can't talk, like Gomer, he can't learn. Right? It's an indication that he can't learn. Somebody who can't talk, it's an indication that he can't learn. Is that true? There were these two mute people. They could hear. But they couldn't speak. They were in the neighborhood of Rebbe. They were the sons of the daughter of his grandchildren. Others say they were They were the sons of the sister, meaning the nephew of Rebbe And these two deaf people, these two mutes, whenever Rebbe would go into the base madrash, they would go into the base madrash and they would sit it should say Kameh, they would sit before Rabbi, and during the year they would nod their heads in recognition of Murakhish and Sikhvasayu, and their lips were actually muttering things, talking, repeating. So, in other words, it sounded clearly like they were, it looked clearly like they were following. Ubay Rabbi Rachmi, Rabbi asked for Rachmat as Rabbi Davind on their behalf, and they were cured, they were healed of Ishtakach, and it was discovered, they found they have Ugumiri Hilchasa. That they actually learned, they actually knew very well. Mishnayis, v'safkrav, v'sifrei, the different midrashim of halacha, v'sefta, also v'kula, shas, all shas, all v'gemara. That means somebody who can't speak, a mute person, could definitely learn. So how do you say leman yilmudu is coming to exclude somebody who can't speak? So Amar Marzutis said, it's because karibay we read it leman yilamedu. Because on the kudus in the Torah, you could read it leman yilmudu. You could also read it leman yilamedu, in order that they should teach. So somebody who can't speak. He's not able to teach, so he's potter. It has to be that the people are coming in order to learn and in order to be able to teach. Ravashi Yamar, Ravashi said another pshat. Certainly you have to read it, 
but for a different reason. The, re- the way you know that you have to read it, the Mani Lamedu, is not like we just said, because otherwise you couldn't exclude somebody who can't talk because somebody who can't talk could learn. There's a different reason. If Ash is saying the reason is, if you're going to think that we should read it in order that they should learn. And so how would that exclude somebody who can't speak? Because he said, because since he can't talk, he can't learn. In other words, even if that were true, it's not true, but let's say it were true. Let's say it were true that somebody who couldn't talk, it's an indication that he can't learn. But but also when a person can't hear, he can't learn. And therefore, hi, so that person that can't speak, which therefore is an indication that he can't learn, it's learned out from in order that they should hear. In other words, when the Pasuk says, what does it mean? It means that they should hear, or it means that they should understand. So Zeya before apparently understood that the Iker is, sorry, Marzutra understood before that they should hear. But Ravashi says, no, the Iker is not that they should hear. The Iker is that they should understand. It's not about hearing, it's about understanding. So when it says, they have to hear, it excludes not only somebody who's deaf, but even somebody who's not deaf. But if you could hear, but he doesn't understand, so he would also be excluded from that. So what do you need Laman Yilmudu for? Even if it's true that somebody who can't speak, can't hear, you can't understand, he's already excluded from Laman Yishmu. So it's got to be that you read it Laman Yilamedu in order that they should teach. The person who's deaf in one year, he's potter in Ariya, he's potter from the mitzvah of Ria. Why? Because it doesn't the pasuk as neyem. It says there by Hakil, we're learning right. We're learning the mitzvah of Ria from the mitzvah of Hakil. It says there that you gather together the men and the women and the children and the geirim, right? And you're supposed to read in front of them the Torah. Neged kol Yisrael, you read it against facing all of Klai Yisrael as in their ears. Now as is the plural, the plural in their ears, in their two ears. Ah, so they gotta have two ears. They have to be able to hear with both of their ears. But that word, we need that for something else. It teaches us, it teaches us that you have to read the Torah into the ears of all of Klai meaning to say all of Klai Yisrael have to be there. The guy says, no, that halacha, that everyone has to be there, we learn it from Neged Klai Yisrael, you're facing all of Klai Yisrael, you're reading the Torah to all of Klai Yisrael. I don't need Baznaim for that. Well, the guy says, no, because even Neged Klai Yisrael, if it would only say Neged Klai Yisrael, I would say, even Though they can't hear, meaning all of Klai Yisrael, even the ones who can't hear, but that's not true. Therefore, because the Rambam was therefore the Torah says no, only the ones that have ears to hear with. But Lav Davka that it's saying that they need to have two ears. In other words, it's saying you have to read the Torah against all of facing all of Klai Yisrael, and they have to be able to hear. But it doesn't say they have to necessarily have to be able to hear the both ears. Right? It says Bazanim Udeshami. Bazanim means and they hear. So the Gemara says no. After that already we know. Because it says Laman Yishmu. So when it says Laman Yishmu, it's in order that they should hear. So why do I need to say here, Neged Kal Yisrael, again, facing all of Kal Yisrael, Be'aznehim in their ears, to tell you that they have to have the ability to hear in both of their ears. Amar Bitanchum. Bitanchum says another halacha. Chigabaragliach is a person who's crippled in one leg. He's part of Inariya. A person has to be able to walk and use both of his feet properly in order to be chayim. She never because it doesn't the Basak Regalim, right? Shalosh Regalim, Regalim. Means feet. A person has to have in his paror. It means two feet. So a person has to have two reglaim in order to be chayt regal. And it's not only that he has to have the reglaim. They have to be functioning properly. If one of them doesn't function properly, 
Thirty is popular. But the word regalim, we need that for the bali kavin to say that the to the exclusion of bali kavin people that have a prosthetic leg. In other words, somebody who mamish doesn't have a leg, mamish doesn't have a foot, he's excluded from regalim. How do you know to exclude somebody who has a leg but it doesn't work properly? The Gemara says no. No, that which we are excluding somebody who doesn't have a leg altogether, he has a prosthetic leg, a calf, he's excluded from pa'amim. So once we exclude him from pa'amim, so we also have an extra word, regalim, and that tells us that even if he has the legs, but they don't function properly, he's a chigar, that's also pater. So how do you learn from pa'amim that we exclude somebody who doesn't have a foot altogether, he has a prosthetic leg? The Tanya says in the rights of pa'amim, what does it mean? It says in the prosthetic, you have to come, shalish pa'amim barsana three times a year, in Pa'ami means Raglaim, it means feet, steps, feet. Like it says in the Pasuk, the foot will trod upon it. Ragli Ani, the feet of the Ani, Pami, down the steps of the down the destitute people. And it also says in the Pasuk, how beautiful are your steps, meaning your feet in their shoes. Pasnadiv, the daughter of the generous. What? Okay. So, Rumayet, Balei Kabin, and Achiga. Daragal Achatarash, Rav Rav Darshins, Maidichsi, what does it mean when it says in the Pasuk, Mayafu Pi Amaich, Wan Olimas Nadiv, by this Pasuk that we brought, how beautiful are your feet in their shoes, Bas Nadiv. It says like this, Kama Na'im Raglem Shal Yisrael, how beautiful are the feet of Kal Yisrael, Bishash Oil Naregel, at the time that they're Oil Naregel, Bas Nadiv. Bita Shalaf Ramavinu, the daughter of the generous one, means the daughter of Avram Avinu. He's called a Nadiv. Why is Avram Avinu called a Nadiv? He's called somebody who's generous, a benevolent person. Shinemar, like it says, Nadive Amim, the ones who are generous, the ones who are benevolent among the nations, and Asfu Amiloke Avram. So they gathered together and joined the people, the nation of the God of Avram, meaning it's referring to the Gerim, the nations, the people of the nations that are Megayar. Now, why does it refer? To them joining the people of Elokei Avram, Elokei Avram, Velo Elokei Yitzchak, Yaakov. Aren't we the people of Yitzchak and Yaakov as well? Ella, it says Elokei Avram because Shehaya Tachilu the game because he was the first of the game. Avram Avinu himself, his heart was Menadevim. He had a benevolent heart, a generous heart. In other words, he gave of himself and he uh, dedicated his life to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's the Nedivus of somebody who becomes a Ger. And that's what's reflected by anybody who is Megayer. And apparently there's an element of Nedivus in the mitzvah of Aliyah when we come to the base Hamikdash, Leiraos, to be seen by the Rabbeinu Shalaylam. That's a certain form of this Nedivus. We're called the Bas Nediv, the daughter of Avram Avinu, who, uh, who was the first one to be Megayer. And we're following in his footsteps when we come to be Leiraos to be appear to appear before Kadesh Baruch Hu. Amr of Kahana, of Kahana said, "Darshav Nasan Ramanumi, Nasan Ramanumi, Darshin Vishu Rabbi Tanachum." In the name of Rabbi Tanachum, Ma'ide, see what does it mean? The pasuk says, "Va'barek Ein Bumayim." Right when Yosef was thrown into the pit, it says the pit was empty and there was no water inside. Well, the Mashmashinemer Va'barek. Right, the implication of that which it says that the bar is empty. Right, is that it's empty? And so don't I know that there's no water in it? When the pasuk says it must be telling me something else. It must be telling me there's no water in there. But snakes and scorpions there were in there. 
They went to greet Rabbi Yeshua in Pekin. Rabbi Yeshua was there, Rabbi, and they went to be Makabu Rabbi Yeshua said to them, What Chidush was said over in the Beis Hamedrash today? Tell me something. So they said back to him, We our you are Talmudim. You are waters we drink. In other words, we learn from you. You teach us. We don't teach you. It's impossible that you go to a base madrash and you learn and there's no Chiddush. In other words, I want to hear the Chiddush. What you learned, the basics, sure I know. But maybe there's a Chiddush. It's There's got to be some kind of a Chiddush. And I wasn't there. So what did you learn? Shabbos Shalmi Haisa, Shabbos Yeshua prodded them. He said, whose Shabbos, whose week was it? The Gemara Bracha says, and that that they had a rotation. One week, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah would be the, the one who would darshan, and three weeks would be Rabbi Gamliel. So whose week was it? So they told so they told him, Shabbos Shabbos Yelazar ben Azariah. It was the week of Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Oh. And what was the Haggadah Hayam? When they were darshan, when they were learning the base matters, there was Halach, and it was Haggadah. What was the Haggadah today? Armulah said to him, Well, it was Beparshas Hakil, the Darshan Divyagada, Parshas Hakil. Uma Darsh, but what did he darshan in the Parsha of Hakil? Ah, so he darshan the Tesna Pasak Hakil Asaam, gathered together the nation, Anashim, the Anashim, the men and the women and the children. So, Ima Anashim, Bani Lumad, if the men come to learn, we understand. Nashim and the women as well, both, which may they come to hear. Taf Lama Bani, but why do the children come? Right? The men are learning, and the women, maybe it's a lesser degree of learning, but they're still learning by hearing the simple facts. And the, and the children, what are they coming for? They're, uh, they're playing games. They're doing their own things. So what's the point in them coming? The point is to give schar to those who bring them. Perhaps because they're bringing them anyway. And the Rebbe said, you're bringing them anyway. I want to give you schar for that which you have to bring them. You had this beautiful, precious gem, this gem of a chiddush that the Rebbein Shalom wanted them to bring their children, not because he wanted them to bring their children, but because they were bringing their children anyway, so he wanted to give them a mitzvah to bring them, that they should be getting schar for that. So you had such a precious gem, you wanted to lose it from me, meaning you didn't want to share it with me. Good thing you shared it with me. And then they went on and they said, and he also darshaned something else. He darshaned this Hashem Ha'amarta Ayayim Hashem Ha'amarta The Pasuk says, Hashem Ha'amarta You were Ha'amarta He said it means you praised. You praised Hashem and Hashem Ha'amarta Hashem praised you. What's this referring to? Amr Lema Kaddish Baruch You made me one singular praise in the world. One unique praise. And therefore I I will make you into also one singular unique praise. What's this referring to? You made me this one unique praise. You see, like it says in the Pasuk, I'm going to make you also one unique singular praise. Like it says, Who is like your nation? One unique singular nation. There's nobody in the world like Israel.